You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. Around us, we'll see that Alhamdulillah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us so many things and so many reminders that when we look within ourselves and we look around ourselves, you see the signs of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Alhamdulillah, pertinence are punctuated coming to you. Uh, this uh, beautiful Wednesday evening and uh, joining us is our very own uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida. He's a Medina University graduate. He is also an astute businessman. He's a motivational speaker and he appears in so many different platforms. Uh, Sheikh Shoaib Maida is also on pertinence uh, punctuated. Sheikh Shoaib Maida, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. And uh, jazakallah khair for joining us at this uh, uh, this evening on Marka Sahaba, the voice of the Ahl Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Ya Sheikh? Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh to my uh, dear brother Shafat Ahmed Khan and all the dear listeners of Marka Sahaba. You know, uh, Patna's punctuation it can never be there if it's not for you, Shafat, to be there. I mean, you drive uh, uh, the program, you drive the show. Allah has guided you and the blessed you with a uh, actually knowledge that uh, nobody will get it will get it in a hurry i mean we have to buy that knowledge you know as compared to what you have you know you just do it uh, you know from nowhere you can just wake up and you start the show and uh, it goes and uh, brings a lot of value to our lives yes uh, uh, what a wonderful evening alhamdulillah has blessed us and uh, yes everything seems to be going well quite a whole day it was today but uh, alhamdulillah my brother yeah, and I really like your positivity that uh, resonates on the platform when you come on Sheikh Shoei Maida. Our topic will uh, be looking at, you know, uh, surrendering to Allah. And, you know, that is talking about taqwa building, building of uh, our taqwa and surrendering to Allah. Now, you know, that is something that comes with an effort. It just doesn't come like that, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida. Talk to me. No, no, definitely, you know, when it comes uh, to issues of taqwa, I mean, uh, uh, getting yourself linked and attached to your creator, it's not something that just falls from the sky, but it's something that you have to build on it, you have to work on it. And foremost and first is to understand who Allah Ta'ala is. You know, once you understand him and then you understand how to approach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and what pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and then what is it that he dislikes for me as a human being, definitely that's where the basis of uh, yourself building your, your taqwa towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, and uh, this has to be done in a manner that pleases Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how it should be done uh, by understanding the actually the leads towards doing that as Allah says, we have to have that taqwa in Allah's piety before Allah's word, and that should be in truth. You know, not just a, a fake uh, uh, kind of denunciation or pronunciation from the mouth that I fear Allah and yet the heart is dirty, there's nothing uh, that drives you towards Allah. You say, no, me, I'm good, my heart is clean. You know, when your heart is clean, you don't have to tell everybody that your heart is clean. Allah sees what is in your heart and Allah is the one that is going to give you the title of having um, uh, a clean heart. Allah says, You know, do not actually petrify your own selves or do not put yourself in a higher status or actually brand yourself to be the best. You know, let Allah be the one that does the branding of um, your character and how you live yourself. So yes, uh, it's quite a lot of work that has to be done, Shaf. 
and uh, there is terms and conditions you have to follow in order for you to attain uh, that status that uh, Allah Ta'a loves. And when it comes to that shaft, when you achieve that position, you don't need to ask Allah Ta'a what you want. Whatsoever is in your heart, Allah Ta'a is going to grant you. That's how it works, inshallah. Inshallah, and uh, making a lot of sense there, Sheikh Maida. Now, if uh, an individual, and if we connect with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, nothing can harm us. And if Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala wants to punish us, nothing can save us. I mean, that reality is there. And Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, the connection with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, uh, Sheikh Maida, such an important thing. Yes, no, definitely. Whosoever has got piety or whosoever fears Allah Ta'ala, he must know that Allah is self-sufficient for them. So definitely, you know, if you do what is right in terms of actually uh, being obedient to your Creator, Allah, everything becomes very easy. Your mouth becomes Allah's mouthpiece. Your ears, you know, can be the gadget that listens to things that are good and when you walk you walk actually uh in humility you can same earth is going to swallow you at one day you know so all those are the factors and uh, the aspects in life that we need to be looking up to ourselves when you wake up in the morning you know you read your fajr salah what do you do you thank allah ta'ala for giving your life again and you make dua ya allah brighten this day with a lot of goodness for me you know make it the best day that ever uh, that the sun has ever risen in my obedience towards you and ya allah whatever baraka and good things that you've actually subscribed for us for this day grant me the best of, out of it ya allah and then the same uh, when it comes to closing at isha time you thank allah for all the bounties that have given us during the daytime and we lay ourselves to him you know allahumma bismika amut wa ahya ya allah in your name i'm taking through that phase of death and if you will tomorrow i should make it back to life sheikh absolutely spot on there and also you know when you look at the noble quran it guides us to taqwa and, you know, it's also guidance for humanity is in the Noble Quran and connecting with the Noble Book, the Quran again. You know what, uh, Sheikh Shoei Maida? It's a noor ala noor. It's a guide. It gives you sukun. It's a mizan. It's a burhan. And all that. And if you've got uh, the ultimate uh, book in your hands and you're reading it with conviction, and, you know, they say, whilst you're reading the Quran, you're having a conversation with none other than our maker, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Sheikh Shoei Maida. No, no, definitely, Shaf, and that is the book of guidance, the book that has no, actually, any infiltration in it. There's no any man-made rules that are made there to cause in any contradictions. And even you look at the, uh, at the introduction of the book itself, It is a book without any nonsense in it, you know, without doubt in it, but guidance to those uh, that go taqwa again, you know, that actually seeking uh, allegiance to Allah and seek to be close to Allah. So definitely, all the information that is in in this bookshelf, as you said, you know, if you hold fast to this book, it will teach you the ropes on how to do how to trade. It will teach you ropes on how to raise your children. It will teach you on how to live in a society. It will teach you on how to do business. It will teach you uh, history on uh, the creation of all the creation that Allah has created. And it will teach you uh, the first point where we are from, where it tells us that, you know, first, uh, you know, before life, there was death. You know, when he talks about, uh, uh, you look when a lot of talks about uh, our disobedience to him, when he asks a question, Kaifa taqfuruna billah? 
how dare you would like to actually uh, have a dispute with your creator, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, wa kuntum and, you know, doing a bearing in mind that you was amwat and you was dead, you was nothing. You know, there was nothing, nothing. Thumma hiyakum, then Allah to give you life from nothing. Thumma yumitukum, and there is another tasting of death, the one we say, kullu nafsin da ikatul maut. Each and every living soul shall have a taste of uh, death. Thumma yumitukum, and then again, that death is going to be overpowered with another life. Thumma ilayhi turjaun, and it's only one track direction that is heading to us. Allah so we return back to him as we always say, even uh, when we uh, have our families making partner from this dunya, we always say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi rajun. We come from Allah Ta'ala and definitely without doubt, we'll have to uh, head towards the same direction of Allah to Allah SWT. Now, Sheikh Shaybai, that seems as if uh, you read my mind there. And I was just thinking, you know, about a remembrance of death and daily recitation of the Quran. Uh, it removes the rust from the heart because, uh, you know, there's an anecdote which states the forgetfulness of death is the rust of the heart. And, you know, those that read the Quran every day and uh, those that remember that all the time will definitely be on the straight and narrow. And you find that these types of people are people that, uh, you know, are always... Uh, benefiting mankind uh, your thoughts uh, Sheikh? no no definitely chef uh, you know you look in life uh, even our nabi sallam has taught us you know as, as much as in abundance we actually look for ways of actually upgrading ourselves financially you know we must do that spiritually but you are also remembering death uh, uh, randomly you know at all the times our nabi has mentioned in his tradition he says that you must always in a abundance remember the terminate of joy you know talking about mouth itself you know and uh, the certain levels in hadith kudusi where actually death is referred to uh, like an entrance you know it says death is like an entrance where no one will avoid it we have to go through it or it's like a glass where everybody will have to drink water through it so this is one of actually a uh, good aspect of being a muslim because you know that this life is not guaranteed you know, we don't have limited time to stay in this. Uh, we don't have actually control of uh, the amount of uh, time we, we spend in this dunya. And that's why even uh, Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has taught us uh, in this regard. He says, Kun fi dunya ka sabilin. Be in this dunya as if you're a gharib. A gharib means a stranger. You know, when you're a stranger in a city, you make sure you abide by the rules because you do understand you're in a strange place. If you do something that is against the regulated rules in the, rules in the area, you might end up um, in trouble. So you do uh, as they do in that, in that place. So we must remember we're only passing by in this dunya and our, our, our destination is going towards Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We actually, we need to work very hard you know, as we're working hard on the uh, uh, second uh, uh, attachment to our life, you know, we've got an attachment, we've got a rule, you know, that doesn't need the food or the clothing and the rest of that. That just need the zikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, of which you and I today, we have forgotten it completely and we have starved it. That, you know, it's got no life, it's like it moves lifeless, it hopes, because simply there's no uh, zikr that we're putting forward. There's no good actions, no recitation of the Quran with understanding. The only time we touch the Quran is when it's Ramadan because we're reading it only to get the reward, but not reading it to give us guidance. And yet the Quran is not the book for the month of Ramadan. The Quran is a book for our daily use because all the information that day is teaching us on how 
uh, we can actually conduct ourselves in this dunya, preparing to go to our akhirah, the good conduct of which we know we have guaranteed Jannah to fit Well, you know, when you say, I talk about the Quran, so welcome, O Ramadan, you are honored the month of the noble Quran. But, uh, you know, Nur Allah, Nur, Allah has a way of, uh, you know, bringing his creation to a reality. And there, you know, he knows a man is created weak and man won't be reading and all that. So he brings him into Ramadan. He gives the Ramadan as a boon and as a gift to insan, to our, uh, you know, the, the Muslim ummah, so that they resonate with the Quran. The uh, Quran is embraced, it's celebrated. And the nur and the barakah of the Quran just flows. But we should be emulating that all the time and throughout the year. And that's the point that Sheikh Shoaib Maida is trying to emphasize that he are. It is the month of the uh, the Quran, but it is uh, a role model month so that we can emulate it for the rest of the years. In other words, that you should be reading Quran very intently and all the time, every day. And inshallah, it will bring in the barakah, the nur, and uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be pleased with you. Now, Sheikh Shoei Maida, you look at Surah Yasin, Surah Mulk, Surah Waqiyah. Uh, these are surahs that remind us of the Akhirah and how we are, you know, we are already made not for the dunya. I mean, we hear we're a you know spiritual being having a physical experience in this dunya, but we're really made for the akhirah because that's our real home, Sheikh. No, no, definitely no, Sheikh. Uh, our home is uh, is uh, is akhirah. This is just a place we're just passing by. You're in transit. You know, as you just mentioned earlier on about the Quran. You know, the month of Ramadan is a very good month. In the sense, Shaf, we get all the training that we need uh, to maintain ourselves throughout the year spiritually. Because you remember, in Ramadan, we don't miss our salahs in, on top of fasting. So, you know, it's like uh, this double Mubarak fasting, which is heavy. We keep that. We don't eat. And uh, even though the doctor says we have to take medications every hour, in Ramadan, we skip and we make it the whole day. So, which means it's a month of training. And that training has to carry on. You know, to give an example, Shaf, you and I, we haven't trained for cricket for so long. You know, if somebody takes and throws to say, now you're going to play 2020 for South Africa, definitely there's nothing you're going to do because we haven't trained for that. But if we put in that training phase of uh, a month, so say you sit a month, you train on how uh, you can you, you can hit that ball, you can hit your sixes and your fours, this is how you train the whole month. Definitely if we go there, we might not be perfect, but at least we'll be having an idea on what we're doing and we have to do it in the best uh, of our beat that we can do through the training we've picked up. So this term Ramadan becomes a month where actually we put out, up the training and then after Ramadan we carry on. And sometimes that's what happens. If you look at it, Chef, you know, it's amazing. I just, you know, if we're not reading Salah throughout the year, we go for Ramadan to go read Salah in Ramadan. First day of Tarawih, we make it about maybe eight rakats or 12 rakats. Second day, we'll be sitting and watching. Third day, we stand outside I don't know, Agrabadi Jamaat, you know, smoking outside, we can't come inside. So the name is we've gone to the masjid and yet we are actually uh, gallivanting outside the masjid, you know, which is the reality simply because training hasn't been done throughout the year. So we don't expect to perform in the month of Ramadan. So we need to actually perfect ourselves before Ramadan. And so when Ramadan comes, we are geared to do things that are supposed to be 
be done. I'm talking about of the surahs, surah Waqiyah, surah Yasin. You know, these are the Quran, these are the surahs that Allah has given us. Like you say, Yasin is the heart of the Quran. So if you look at the information that is surah Yasin, it tells us exactly, I mean, uh, the evils and the dangers of forging allegiance with the, with the, with the shaitan in there. Because we need to forge our allegiance only with Allah, where Allah even actually warns us. And I warned you, the children of Adam, that you do not worship uh, shaitan. Definitely, shaitan is a big enemy to you. And in other ayats, it says in the Quran again, shaitan to you is an enemy, so give him the treatment of an enemy. The same in Surah Yasin. You can see what mankind is doing, inventing A, B, C, D, F, G, you know, and uh, thinking that is, is greater, you know, where Allah says, you know, we have created man and gave him the intelligence, and today you would like to stand an opponent to Allah Ta'ala, you know, definitely it's just uh, something that we humans sometimes, we get uh, carried away, we forget where we get a string, we forget where the technology comes from, we forget uh, how our brains works, you know, small portion of brains in the back of the head, we forget how it works. It's not me, it's not you, it's not anyone that controls that brain. It's Allah Ta'ala's controlling that brain to, uh, to send all the necessary waves to the body to make it function properly. So if we forget all this, if we be reminded every day to understand how the brain works, you know, and how the heart is working to pump the blood throughout the body and how the legs are listening to that command where they take us from A, B, C, D, F, G, using the same brain, which is command center that knows that have kept the information what has to be done for the day and then the whole body is following on that definitely we do realize and we, we we pick up that you know there's none who's greater than allah in his doings in his creation and you must remember in most of instances his word is just kun be fayakun and it becomes sharp yeah kun fayakun and be and it is uh... you know looking at the dunya we have to disengage from things uh, that uh, take us away from the remembrance of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you know some of them say hey, but it's so deep. it can be easy and that's all that you have to cross that barrier of uh, going towards allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes uh, running to you you know you have to uh, disengage from the dunya your take no no definitely chef you know when you talk about this is uh we can't say our environment is consumed by shaitan at this very moment shaitan is in control is making us run around and the evil part of that is the gadget that becomes waste on the shaitan and the gadget is the phone that we keep in our pocket that's why we're carrying all the waves and the vibes of shaitan you know you carry in the phone a lot of pictures that are necessary things that you cannot show it to your children or watch in front of the children but we carry that phone and go with it in a masjid you know we've got no shame to do all that simply because it's saved in one folder i think that's why we need to start challenging ourselves sir. leave the shaitan that's roaming outside let's challenge the shaitan in our pocket first that is the gadget talking about the mobile phones let's see whatsoever is unnecessary whatsoever is evil that is the let's delete it and leave without it. that should be the starting point from there and once you do that that means yourself you've stood up you know with the devil that is sitting within you to manage to actually squash the devil and say i'm going to use only this one for basic information that i need talk to my family or do do business through it but not exchange any uh, unnecessary uh, social media information that comes in that is not helpful to myself as a, an, an individual and also that does not that does not carry value 
to the people around me as well as my family. Once we start doing that, uh, then we're standing on the better point. And also, as parents, if we have small kids, you know, today we push them towards the gadgets because we've got no time for them. I think let's try and pull out of much our, of our time that we have. I know with working from home, it has taught us that we, we put in more time to work and we've left the family on one side and making money that we're feeding your families. And tomorrow when you go, the family has got, got no value because we haven't spent time with them. So let's give our kids the value time that they need. Talk to them, guide them, let them narrate to you what they've seen for the day, what they've learned in school. Then that way you'll be able to guide your children towards uh, making up the best umma that comes after we leave this dunya. But unless we do that, then tomorrow we end up losing our children in the Muslims' names. Muslim name, they end up going to the church, some maybe uh, doing funny stuff that they're seeing on the gadgets that we're giving them. And yet, you know, we lived in a house that we thought our house is fully compliant to the commands of Allah. So not knowing that the gadget that we've given them has actually distracted and destroyed the spirit of our children spiritually. Sir. Yeah, well said the Sheikh Shoemad. And also you look at the dunya, you know, the scenarios of the dunya, is repeated uh, through many generations. You know, you look at uh, you know the, the 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 scandals they come and go. The politicians come and go. Um, you know, the wars they are there. The floods, the famine, the genocide, and uh, this is all part and uh, uh, part and parcel of living in this dunya. This uh, you know generations uh, change, but the you know the scenario is still the same. Actually, Maida. No, no, definitely. You see, Ashraf, uh, you know, on that one, uh, I'm not going to apologize for my statement. It's the politicians, the good one uh, direction that they head towards is destruction. Destroy everything uh, for their benefit, and that's how politicians work. You know, wherever you go, whether it's Saudi Arabia, whether which country, you see that politicians already goes towards a demonic way of thinking. You know, it's not about benefiting you and me. But it's just what they can benefit from there. They'll put you under strain, you know, make sure you suffer as long as they benefit from there. So that is the wake of politicians. So that's where we have the dean. You know, the dean is there to guide us and actually isolate us from those kind of scenarios. You know, when you see something that is not right, you cannot jump on it. You know, there's no... Uh, obedience to the creation where it comes to actually uh, disobedience to the creator. You know, you know, there's no way you should obey uh, a, create, a creation in, insta in the instant that is driving you towards a disobedience of the creator himself. So actually, this is what we should be looking at. And this is where we actually improve and inculcate uh, the learning of the Quran, encourage the people, encourage our children, learn the Quran, read our, read our Quran with understanding, not only just reading. Let's read with understanding and we pick up a lot of answers to the questions that we have in today. You know, these issues of example of LGBT, which is being promoted today, if our children are watching any soapies on the TV, you won't find anything that, is, that, that doesn't uh, carry that LGBT message. So if you're not sitting with the children and explain to them the story of the Kaum Lut, you know, uh, the nation of Lut, uh, what happened to them, then definitely you should hide hiding towards destruction. So whatever you see that is not right, pick up the topic in the Quran that is heading and that is talking about the same topic and actually discuss with your family and show them the evidence and show them the destruction that Allah did bring about when the people went astray. Like we've seen recently, Shaf, you know, if we start counting back on what we've seen, you know, from um, uh, the floods, you know, from uh, the looting and uh, from uh, the hot blood
blowing air one night that it came from Norway. I mean, it tells you that Alauta is not pleased with certain things that we're doing. But there's good news, though. If we do good as believers, if unless anger comes and we get taken away in the same notion, it means we've got a bonus we're going to generate because we've been doing things right. But if we don't do things right, then unless anger comes at that moment, we will also get destroyed in that verge of not being good, then definitely we are at a big loss. So let's try and actually guard our own selves. And last taught us, alaykum guard your own selves spiritually. Do things that are right. Do things that are correct. Do not uh, forget your own selves. And do not forget Allah as he said, do not be like the people that forgot they create Allah for ansahum anfusahum. Then Allah has made them forget their own selves. And the moment Allah make you forget your own self, then you're heading for disaster, Shaf. Tell you, Sheikh, you're showing my really lovely nasiha from you there, lovely uh, thoughts also coming through, and really appreciate you for that, uh, Sheikh Shoemaida. We've run out of time, but uh, perhaps your parting words uh, this evening. Uh, let's put it in this way, you know, taqwa, or the fear of Allah, is the greatest thing we can ever achieve, but let's go and understand and explore how it is done. In that, we're going to do it uh, to do it right. And once again, may Allah ta reward you and your family for all the time you put up in planning these programs, and may Allah grant you Jannah to Fidaus, inshallah, and give you the fragments of Jannah right in this dunya. You know, you smell it, and when you go to the Akhir, inshallah, you must have it and say, I had this in dunya, you know, to say that was a preparation that Allah prepares you to put you in Jannah, inshallah. I mean, uh, Sheikh Shoy Maida, my duas are reciprocal, uh, lovely duas from you. And Alhamdulillah, scholar of your eminence, uh, inshallah, Allah will listen to the duas. Sheikh Shoy Maida, you have a beautiful, lovely evening ahead. We'll talk to you soon. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, sir. Time for us to go for our break. When we get back, inshallah, we'll be joined by Maulana Salim Karim.